Welcome to Wavelength, a podcast that delves into life's most existential, yet most essential, questions, concerns, and problems. I'm your host, Matthew Outkirk, and thank you for listening. All right, episode one of Wavelength, I'm just going to go ahead and introduce our participant. My name is Christine Wells. Ben. I'm Puya. All right, cool. Uh, this week's episode, Do You Believe? in love at first sight. I just want to start by saying that Christine is the only one who's married in front of all of us. I'm 25, Matthew is 21, and so is Puya. Just want to great uh, give some context. So I'm going I'm to start this off by saying I do and I don't. And yes, it is as complicated as it sounds. I do think that there is love at first sight. But I think it's probably more complicated than that. Uh, And maybe even the more interesting question is, does it last? It has never happened to me before. So I don't know if I believe in it like that. I want to say there's lust at first sight. Or there's like a connection that you might feel with someone. But to me, love is something that lasts beyond it. Like it's, it's like defined by effort and time more than it is by anything else. Yeah, I don't believe that in um, in love at first sight because to me, love is something deeper that you just don't create that in a moment. But, like, you build on it. It's kind of like trust. You know, when you meet somebody at first, you know, having a casual conversation, regardless of how they look, all that stuff, you don't necessarily trust them. I feel like love, to a great degree, to me, is trust. And you got to build that. Um, so for me, love takes a very long time to build. You need to get to know that person. All of that is involved in it. So to me, it's kind of like, yeah, lust in a way. It's like that physical attraction, sure, it can be there, but it's not, I wouldn't call it love. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I do feel like it is a bit of a lust thing at first sight. Um, I think if we liken like at first sight to like at first meeting, right or at first interaction it might be a little more possible because i feel like you can you can have that spark with people but you also don't know what to call it you know when when you have that 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 weird energy with somebody at first but yeah i don't know i'm i'm kind of i'm kind of in the middle about this H- how long did it take for you as a as a married as a married woman christine how long did it take for you to figure out when you loved your partner it was not love at first sight <laughs> I don't think I would be capable of love at first sight, but I I think it probably occurs. But it might be a compli- uh, a category where you know the lust is involved, this kind of preconceived notion of what you're attracted to, seeing somebody across the room, um, all kinds of things like that can happen. And I think it depends on who you are and and uh, what's important to you. Can I ask you another question, Christine? Because, like, we're talking about romantic love or, like, love that you might have for a spouse, a partner, or someone like that. Um, but I've heard a lot of parents describe when they saw their, their child as love at first sight, in a way, that, like, they just, like, knew that this was someone that, like, they love forever, you know? Was that true for you? Yes, definitely. Uh, the love of a child of a child is very different than romantic love, of course. Um, and it is, it is immediate. 
I mean, for a woman, you know, you're pregnant for those months, and so you're kind of waiting and so on. But, um, yeah. In fact, I, I didn't realize the depth of love I would feel for my daughter. Uh, I mean, nobody really talked about it, and I was like stunned because it was so strong. I want to transition into a point you made earlier about uh, oxytocin. Uh, yeah, oxytocin. Um, could you explain, first of all, how the hell you know about that? What you do for a living? Um, and what you, what you spoke to us about earlier. Um, oxytocin is a hormone that is produced by the brain. I know about these things because I am a, a neurologist by training. Oxytocin uh, is active in labor. So when women go into labor to deliver a baby, oxytocin levels increase. Uh, it can be used to induce labor. Uh, levels are high when you're breastfeeding. That's what actually brings milk in. And oxytocin uh, is elevated uh, during sex. And also with, with soft touching, hugging, that kind of thing. Tenderness, I think you mentioned before. Um, it's also, I think, responsible for that initial really rosy period you feel when you fall in love with someone. Um, those early, those early days, months, weeks, um, oxytocin levels are also quite high that during that time. Typically, they say that lasts 12 to 18 months. Um, it doesn't last a lifetime, and uh, that's when you kind of have to start to figure out is without that, is this still a relationship that I want to build on? Um. I don't think you need to be a neurologist to know what that is, that hormone. You just need to be on TikTok or Instagram, Matthew. Just FYI. Um, is that a shot at me? At, at yeah. my lack of social media? Is, is that what that is? Yes, that nice. is exactly what it is. I don't think you need to be a neurologist to know that. Good job. Thank you yeah. for that, Priya. Another diss. I don't even think you need to be on social media because I'm not on social media <laughs> and I know about that. So. Yeah, you just need to read, maybe. <laughs> So yeah. now, now I'm illiterate. <laughs> now I'm illiterate. Nice. Okay. Yeah. I, I, do, I, I do want to point out how much relationship experience does everyone have? Because I, th I think that's a factor here. And Puya, you can go first, actually. I wouldn't by any means call myself experienced um, at 21 years old. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. Definitely not experienced. And I thought I was the sentimental one. Okay, go ahead, Ben. I'm laughing because I have no experience. Um, kind of like by choice, I would say. There was like, well, I'll take that back. I don't have experience in like formal relationships or um, what we would call romantic love in that sense, anything long term. And that's mostly due to like my own exploration of my own sexuality and, and gender identity more than anything else. So that's a separate rabbit hole. But I would say that I have a lot of experience in a lot of different kinds of love and like building those. Well, I, ha I have been married for 38 years, um, so a long time. Um, of course, all relationships have ups and downs, but I would have to say uh, we f 
fight less every year and we have more fun every year so mm. that's the that's the good news yeah me personally um you know i've i've been in i mean by puya's uh, degree of understanding i'm not experienced either at 21 years of age um but i've definitely been in at least one serious relationship before um and you know you you live and you learn um I don't believe in losses or regrets. I think there's a lesson learned in everything. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I think this idea of of love at first sight is is also like continuously shaped as we continue to understand what love actually is. Um, but before we close out here, I wanna I wanna get like a, a tidbit from everyone. Like, what is what would be your best line of advice for? anyone trying to maintain love and that could be romantic love or it could be a different type of love you can define it and i'll start um i, I would i would say by you know realizing that life continues you know a lot of people get caught up in a relationship and forget that they still got to work on themselves they still got to take care of their own life you know and they become dependent on a partner to bring them happiness instead of gaining that themselves uh, christine I would say listening is probably the most valuable skill over time. Being able to listen, particularly if um, you have a disagreement, being able to listen to the other person's uh, needs without trying to either fix it or you know argue with it, just being able to hear it and let them feel heard, that's probably the most valuable. Mm, love to me feels almost like a discipline so it's kind of like do what feels right not what feels good um i would say be patient i feel like a lot of people want to just like run into things and make things like happen really fast but i feel like if you want to build something that will last and has a strong foundation you need to be patient and not try to rush it got to be willing to put in the time and the energy to make it right at first because you can't build something long term on a shaky foundation so amen and that's another episode of wavelength i'm your host matthew outkirk and i'll be back next week with another episode of your favorite existential podcast